The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success, and welcome to the next episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Thanks so much for being with me today and for joining thousands of your colleagues, dentists, dental assistants, dental hygienists, dental business team members, and others. We actually have some non-dental people who listen to the podcast. I'm not sure why, but I hope they're enjoying it too. So welcome, everyone. It's great to have you here. And I'm going to start today's episode with one of my favorite, favorite, favorite quotes of all time. No, it's not from Bob Dylan. No, it's not from the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. No, it's not from the movie Casablanca or the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Although I have plenty of uh, favorite quotes from all four of those sources. But the favorite quote I want to talk about today or read to you today is from Jay Abraham, who's considered one of the greatest all-time marketing consultants and certainly one of the highest paid marketing consultants. He is called the $22 billion man sometimes because he has written um, sales letters, marketing pieces, whatever, that have sold over $20 billion worth of products. And the quote of his today is, if you have a product that delivers value, you have a moral obligation to reach as many people as you can. Let's think about that for a second. If you have a product that delivers value, you have a moral obligation to reach as many people as you can. Wow, you know, sometimes in dentistry, we're so nervous or maybe shy or hesitant to talk to our patients about the great dental care that they need. And I really, really see that a lot in the offices that we work with. Um, at the at the beginning, when we start to work with them, not when we're uh, not when we start to work with them and teach them how to do it better, but uh, offices are afraid to talk to patients about periodontal therapy. They don't want to rock the boat. Oh, our patients have been getting cleanings for years, and then they just keep doing bloody prophies or not properly diagnosing and presenting perio treatment. And it goes with other facets of patients' dental health as well. But, you know, we have an incredible product in dentistry. We deliver value. We deliver health. We deliver well-being, um, being able to feel good, look good, chew good, smile well, speak well, all those great things that, that we're involved in. We have a moral obligation to get our patients as dentally healthy as we possibly can. So don't be afraid to talk to your patients about the treatment they need, about doing the most thorough exam possible, about presenting treatment. There's just no reason not to. And if we don't do it, we're not fulfilling our obligation as healthcare professionals. And the really cool thing about it is that we don't want to be financially motivated. Of course, we want to be successful in dentistry. Of course, we want to make a lot of money. Sure, we do. We work our butts off. We deserve to. But the great thing is that in dentistry, when you present the best care and get your patients in the optimal dental health that they should be in, well, then you make the most money. Healthy patients, healthy practice, healthy team, it all goes along well. We have a fantastic product, so to speak, and we have a moral obligation 
to reach as many people as we can. So in our case, we have a moral obligation to get our patients as dentally healthy as we possibly can. Don't ever forget that. This Jay Abraham quote. Maybe we'll do more quotes in future podcasts. I love quotes that inspire and motivate. You know, it's funny. I feel like I have a moral obligation to tell all of our podcast listeners about Stacks by Fat Merchant for your credit card processing, because that's what we use at the Matto Center for our credit card processing. And we save money every single month because we don't pay that nasty overage percentage that you're used to paying. Just a low, flat monthly fee for processing. And Stacks is having a special right now. I believe the special is your first month of processing completely free. You'll still have to pay Visa and MasterCard, of course, but your first month of processing charges, totally free. Go to mado.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E to learn more. So, hey, I want to start with a little story that just happened to me a few days ago, actually. And it really shows that people, and I'm talking about our patients here, they need to be led and they like to be led. And we need to tell them what the next step is, whether that next step is making an appointment, as we see on our mystery shopper calls all the time. We have people that you know are very nice to the patients when they call, they answer their questions, but they don't lead them to the next step, which is making the appointment. Um, you know, Same thing in our office. Patients like to be led when they're finished with their, with their appointment. They like to be told, this is what we're going to do next. People like to be led. So a few days ago, I was um, following up on a prescription. My physician wrote a prescription for me. I was getting all kinds of mixed messages. I don't know. I was getting a text that it was ready, then one that it wasn't ready, then one that there was a problem, then one was being transferred to another pharmacy. I didn't know what was going on. So I decided to call the pharmacy. So I called three letters. Three letters is, is what we call CVS. So that's um, I would request that everybody listening starts calling CVS three letters. Like, hey, I'm going to go to three letters. Does anybody need anything? I have no idea why I'd like you to do that, but I would. So anyway, I called three letters and asked them about the prescription. And they looked it up and they were very nice. The pharmacist said to me something like, oh, um, your doctor prescribed something that's not in our formulary. And then she just didn't say anything. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Just hope that everything works itself out. And then she's, you know, she kind of was ready to hang up, just giving me that information, not helpful at all. And I said to her, but what's the next step? I said, can you do something about it? Can you contact the doctor and request that they change the prescription to something that is in your formulary? Um, and she said, of course, I'd be glad to do that for you. I said, well, as a matter of fact, since we're on the phone chat and we talked to you right now, can you do it right now? So it doesn't, I know you're really busy. Can you do it right now? So it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. And she said, of course. And I could hear her tap, tap, tapping away, writing an email to my physician, asking for a different prescription. Boom. But she didn't lead me. I kind of had to lead her. And I, I like to, I shouldn't say like to, I hate to think that most people just actually would have said, oh, it's not my formulary. Okay. And hung up. But she should have said that your physician wrote a prescription that's not in your formulary. I'll tell you what, let me send them an email to request one that we will cover. And since I have you on the phone, let me do it right now. So we don't forget. Boom. People like to be led. And again, this is so important when we're talking about our mystery shopper calls. People need to be led to the next step. The next step is, would you like to come in for an appointment? We can see you tomorrow at 3 p.m. The next step is, I know what the problem is and I know how to fix it. It's called a crown. This is how we do it. Boo, boo, boo. Let's go make an appointment. Tell people what the next step is and lead them to it. Of course, the old cliche, 
You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Sure, you can't force people to do something, but we certainly can lead them in the best way possible. And if you don't do it, you are not fulfilling your moral obligation to get that patient the best dentistry that they could possibly have, get them in optimum health. That's what we do. Now, a few episodes ago, I talked about how every office needs to have an elevator speech and how we need to practice that until we love it and we get it right. If you didn't hear this episode, I would urge you to go back and listen to it. It was only maybe a month or two ago. Um, So go listen to the episode about the elevator speech. Now, again, it's not that often that you're going to have to recite your elevator speech. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go listen to that episode. But on today's Secret Shopper Calls, I asked something, I think I asked this fairly recently, but I think it's a fascinating question. And that is to call a dental office and say, I'm looking for a new dentist. Can you tell me a little bit about your practice? Now, granted, this doesn't happen that often. Maybe it's only happened to you once or zero, or maybe once a year, whatever. It's not one of those questions like, do you take my insurance? How much is a cleaning, et cetera, et cetera. But I still firmly believe that we need to be ready with a great, concise answer to the question, can you tell me about your office? And we need to have it ready when somebody says to us, what do you do? I mean, if you're a dental assistant and somebody says to you, well, what do you do? I hate that question, but people ask it. Are you going to say, I'm a dental assistant? Or are you going to say, I work with the most fantastic dental office in town, and in the next 20 seconds, proceed to tell them why this office is so fantastic? Well, I'd go with the latter every single time, and that is our elevator speech our elevator pitch, as some people call it. So when somebody calls and says, can you tell me a bit about your office? You are prepared. Now, again, this is not something that happens a lot, but you will be shocked and surprised once you get this elevator speech down, how many times you have the opportunity to utilize, to answer different questions that people ask, to talk about your office. It could be to anyone. It could be to, you know, um, It could be to your dry cleaner when they say, oh, I see you work in a dental office. It could be to somebody new that you meet. It could be to anyone. Have it down, memorize it, practice it. So boom, in a second, you can recite your office elevator speech. And again, today's mystery shopper calls involve that. Calling an office, saying, I'm looking for a new dentist. Tell me about your office. Well, boom, in 20 to 30 seconds, anybody on the other end of that phone, and that's you, should be able to win this patient over Let them know that they called the right place and then lead them, lead them, lead them to the next step, which is to make an appointment. So let's go over here to Command Central, and we might even have a big surprise in today's call. Before we do our first call, I just would like to um, let you know, pay a visit to Matto.com, M-A-D-O-W.com. That's our website at the Matto Center. We just revamped the entire website, but people always want to know. What can we do? How can you help us at the Matto Center? We love the podcast. How can we take it a step further? So I'm going to lead you to that. Go to matter.com. We've got things on there about our one-on-one Matto Success coaching, but also some products like our Total Practice Success. It's kind of a very inexpensive at-home study program, you might want to call it. You can use it for team meetings. Um, Everybody in the office can access it because it's all virtual. Just watch it at your leisure or your leisure, depending on what part of the world you're in. And learn a ton of great things about how to grow your dental practice. So that's a fantastic product you can get on there. Very inexpensive. But again, if you really want the customized approach to practice growth, talk to us about coaching. We'd love to help you out. Okay, let's go over to Command Central for Mystery Shopper Call 
Number one, I'm looking for a new dentist. Can you tell me a little bit about your practice? Let's see what happens. Press one to be connected. Please press. office is Tina. Um, I have a question for you. I'm looking for a new dentist and I saw on your yellow pages out it said you're accepting new patients. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about your office? Um, what, like, what do you want to know? What, I mean, like, I'm, just, I'm just looking for a new dentist. Or... I want to know, I want to know what the office is like, you know, just looking for a, a good experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Dr. she's been here in this area 30 years. Um, she, uh, she, I think she's a great dentist. Um, we, all the staff has all been here a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'd all be, right. We'd be, you can, you're welcome to stop by and meet us if you want. Oh, very interesting. All right. Do you live close? Um, yeah, not far, not far, about about 12 to 15 minutes away from where you are, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So I could just stop in and say hi? Yeah, just call us when you get to the parking lot call, because of COVID. If you want to mm-hmm. just come in the front and see the office. Um, we've all, Like I said, we've all been here for a long time. Um, Dr. has been in business 30 years in this area. Um, she took over for Dr. and he was here uh, 40 plus years. Oh, wow. So. Okay. Well, I, I, I mm-hmm. hope you got some new equipment in, the, in all those years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, CVS yeah. bought our corner, so it moved us back. So, yeah, this building is not very old. Got it. Oh, CVS. Okay. Got <laughs> it. Are, if you're familiar right. with the area, yeah, it's definitely yeah. changed around here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Sure, you're welcome. And if you think of any other questions, I mean, I'd be happy to answer, but I really don't know what else to say about, you know, the I, office. But I got you. What's your name yeah. again? Tina. Tina. Thanks so much, Tina. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good evening. You too. Bye. Ah, and there you go. She just hangs up on me. I'm sure that music is coming up here. Let's turn that off. I don't know if anybody could hear that. Some music started playing at the end of her call. It sounded like uh, India Ari doing Heart of the Matter, I think. Um, I don't know. Maybe that was like on their on hold messaging. Anyway, um, I tried to lead her. I don't know if you picked this up at the very end. I wanted her to do well. I wanted her to do the right thing. So I said, what's your name? And she told me her name. And then she should have said to me, well, what's your name? She should have done that way early. But I was just trying my hardest to get her to do something, something to actually ask for an appointment, not just saying that generic, why don't you come and stop on it? I mean, that wasn't bad. You're welcome to stop on in to see and, and visit the practice, but geez, why didn't she at least make a time? See, why don't we, why don't we make a time for you so you can come in and meet the doctor and see the practice and make an actual appointment? I'm not just stopping by and that would be awkward anyway. What if I stop by at a weird time and say, I'm here, I want to see the practice. How would people react to that? I think probably not very well. So, um, she had so many missed opportunities there. You know, I asked her to tell me about the practice. I said, well, what do you want to know? Do you want to know where we're at? I mean, I'll even forgive the fact that she ended a sentence with a, a preposition by saying, do you want to know where we're at? Instead of saying, you know, would you like to know where we're located? <laughs> Who cares about that kind of stuff? Um, but tell me about the practice. Well, what do you want to know? Wow. Why not just, when I say tell me about the practice, say some of the things she said. It's a great dentist. 
She's been here 30 years. The staff is experienced. I mean, not the greatest elevator pitch in the world, but pretty decent. She could have told me all that and then invited me in for an appointment. But again, after I prolonged the call, I kept asking her questions. I wanted her to make the appointment. She kind of half-assed invited me to just stop by randomly and poke around. That made no sense. She said, well, because of COVID, you have to you know, call from the parking lot. Well, I would have called from the parking lot. They would have said, well, who the heck are you? It just made no sense. Um, let's see if someone else can do this a little bit better. Let's go to our next call. This is Lourdes. How may I help you? Oh, hi, I'm looking for a new dental office. Are you taking new patients? Yes, we are, sir. Good. Can you tell me a little bit about the office? Um, well, we open from 9 to 7. We're open. Uh, we see patients Monday through Thursday. Um, our doctor's amazing. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because I work here. She's been my doctor for many, many years. And... Um, we, I don't know what a, what um, insurance you have, but let me know and I'll let you know if we, if we um, take it because we pretty much take every insurance. Yeah, I have a Cigna. Oh, yes, we definitely take Cigna. And um, where you, we, we cater to morning or afternoon appointments. Um, when you come in, we the first time, because you have to fill out paperwork, it does take a little longer. But usually our patients come in, sign in, they sign a consent, and then they go to the back. So that's what, that's the beauty of this office. What, what kind of consent? What do you mean by that? It's the um, consent for the doctor to see you. Oh, yes. okay. All right, I got you. Okay, well, yes, thank sir. you so much. Of course. Let us know if you want to make an appointment. You got it. Thanks, my friend. Bye. You're welcome, sir. Bye. Wow. She did uh, some things really nicely, I got to say. Now, when I said, tell me about your office, the first thing she told me was the hours. I mean, that's a little boring. Every office is hours. I certainly wasn't wowed by that. But then she said, we have a great doctor. And I'm not just saying that because I work here. She's wonderful. I go to her myself. That's a good testimonial for the doctor. Um, she said we have AM and PM hours. I mean, not that big of a deal, but she you know, made it very clear. They could see me in the morning. They could see me in the afternoon. She said in kind of a roundabout way that they never run late. She said, when you get here, we're going to take it right back. So that was a plus. I mean, she could have worded it better, but still, she's given me some good things. They, they'll make an appointment on my schedule. They take my insurance. She did make, you know, confirm that. Doctor's a great doctor, and I'm not just saying that. She really is wonderful. We take you back on time. Boom. I'm, I'm pretty much sold. I like this office. Again, could it have been more emphatic? Yeah, but not bad. Not bad. I think she was pretty much up to the challenge or much better than most when talking about the office. But then what happened? If you're ready, give us a call. I mean, she had me right there. She had me happy. She had me convinced. Why didn't she just say, let's get you on the schedule. We'd love to see you as a new patient. We know you'll love it here. Boom, boom, boom. Offer up some dates and times. I totally dropped the ball. And it's really disappointing because she did do some things really nicely. Um, and she had a nice voice and she was friendly and she was, you know, she was ready, but she just didn't complete it. Sometimes people get so close, but she just didn't fulfill the obligation, so to speak, the moral obligation to get me in great dental health. All right, this is so much fun. Let's do one more and see what happens. This is Wilma. How may I help you? Uh, hi. Are you seeing new patients in your office? 
Yes, sir, we are. Yeah, can you tell me a little bit about the office? I'm trying to find a new dentist. Wow, thank you for calling our office. Uh, first of all, um, our, our office hours are Monday through Thursday from 8 to 4. Um, there's, and on Fridays, they're 8 to noon. Uh, we do general dentistry. Um, what else can I tell you? We have an amazing dentist. He um, is an uh, <clears throat> native, has his family here, so he's not going anywhere. You're not going to have a different doctor every time you come in. You have the same doctor, and all the staff has been here about 10 years or plus. Mm. Um, what else can I tell you? He's got three children. He's got a successful practice. Sounds like a nice and place. I like to take care of patients. Yeah, <laughs> well, that sounds really you. nice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, were you interested in a cleaning appointment or? Yeah, uh, yeah, a cleaning checkup, something like that. Okay, great. We have a new patient special, and it runs sixty dollars. I do have a appointment for tomorrow at ten. If you're interested. Wow, that's really great. I'll take it. Perfect. Could I get your name, sir? Okay, well, now I'm, I'm going to tell you something. This was yes, a, a dental mystery shopper call. Oh, and, well, thank you. And I want to congratulate you. You did fantastic. You get an A+. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank sure. you so much. That touches my heart. What's your name again? My name is Wilma. Wilma, well, congratulations. Um, I do many, many dental mystery shopper calls on behalf of a podcast, and it's extremely rare that someone does as nice a job as you do. So please uh, take that as a great compliment. Way to go. I do. Thank you so much. You have an amazing day. And if you're ever in El Paso, come see us. We'd love to have you as a patient. You're so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Well, even after I told her it was a mystery shopper call, she's still trying to get me as a patient. Way to go, Wilma! I mean, was it perfect? No, but she did so many things right. First of all, she thanked me for calling right at the beginning, which I like. I mean, it's just a nice little touch. Thank you for calling. How many people say that? I love that. Thank you for calling. She told me we have an amazing doctor here. He's just great. I love to hear that. Um, you know, she went into some personal details. He's got three children. I don't really care about that, but maybe some people do. It was a nice touch. He, he, he's, you know, from this community. He's been here 30 years. He's not going anywhere. He's an amazing dentist. Um, you know, she told me about the new patient special, which I loved. Uh, you know, it's so funny. Many times when I do these mystery shopper calls, I'll go on the practice's website. And a lot of times something pops up like new patient special or membership plan. And nobody ever references that on the mystery shopper call. So I do appreciate that she told me about the new patient special. Kind of nice instead of just jumping right to insurance as well. It's kind of like that touch. Then she told me some personal details. I don't know. Take it or leave it. I guess some people are interested in that kind of stuff. But she did make it seem like an amazing dentist with a, a you know stable relationship with the community and a nice practice. But then she did the most incredible thing that nobody ever does. She says, we can see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. I think my head almost exploded when I heard that. I swear, I don't think in the last two years of mystery shopper calls, other than my mom last week, <laughs> have I heard somebody offer an appointment that nicely with that nice of a segue again, led me right to it. And I accepted. What a breath of fresh air on the dental practice fixers. 
somebody actually offered a specific date and time for an appointment and offered it the next day. That makes it so much better. Way to go. It is so great to hear. People think that I record calls and only play the ones that fail, so to speak. It's not true. It's just so rare that it happens. We finally have a winner on the dental practice fixer. So way to go, Wilma, Barney, Fred, anyone else, Betty, way to go. So I think that's going to do it for today. Let's end on a high note. Um, again, please visit Matto.com, M-A-D-O-W.com to see about all the great things we can offer you in your practice. And if you want to switch to stacks for your credit card processing and just pay a low monthly fee and save money every single month, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Go to Matto.com slash save to find out more. I'm Dr. Richard Matto, co-founder of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. Thanks for spending some time with me. Tell everyone you know to go listen to Dental Practice Fixers, and I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.